You're listening to Trucking Questions from the Audio Road with Kevin Rutherford. This is the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. You can ask questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, tax, technology, or anything else about the business of trucking. Here we go. Let's head on down the audio road. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. We take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority. The list goes on and on. Um, Today is Destination Health. This is the show every week where we take your calls and answer your questions specifically about health-related issues, and more importantly, how to maintain and stay healthy on the road, living in a truck, eating food from uh, sources we can't always control very well. We talk about health and fitness and training and nutrition and diet and disease and medications and all kinds of things. So join us and... uh, will answer your questions. And because it's Destination Health, I have my co-host, Kim Cockerham, with me. Kim, welcome back. Hi. Thanks, Kevin. I love, I love Wednesdays, or whatever time Hi. everybody's listening. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For us, it's Wednesdays, and uh, my favorite day, too. So um, we've got a, a couple things I want to talk about today, then we're going to get to some calls and questions. We've been uh, doing some book reviews yeah, and I'm kind of adjusting. You know, before I was doing a book review where I, I did an outline of every chapter in the book and kind of went through the whole thing, and I got looking at it, how long it was taking me, and I thought, you know, I think I'm going to condense these. I, I, I want to give people a really good overview of the book, not go so much into detail about every section, and then let them decide if they want to read it. And part of that is there's just so many good books I want to expose people to as many as I can and then let them go pick and choose what they want to uh, listen to or read. I think that's a great idea because, like you said, there's so many books out there. So I appreciate the fact that with all your reading, um, you know which ones. If if any of us ask which 10 are your best, you could just knock them out right away and tell us. And I think that is so priceless for all of us getting started or moving along on just trying to educate ourselves you know, on this health journey. Yeah, well, here's what I got thinking about. You know, I I kept every week I would say, okay, what book am I going to review? And I would look at my list, and I I don't know where. And I got thinking. Um, I'm closing in on 150 health-related books, and, and most of them had really good information. So I got thinking about it. You know, it, it was taking me three and four weeks to do a full book review using the first or second segment. And, and I thought, wow, even if I get to the point where I review one book a week, it would take me three years of this show to get through all the books. I've yeah. Read. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to try to keep our book reviews to one episode. So on, on each episode of destination health, we'll do, 
We'll talk about one book, then we'll move on to the next book. So they're not going to be as in-depth, but it's going to expose people to more ideas, and then they can pick and choose what really sounds interesting to them. So today, I'm going to talk about a specific book, but I'm also going to talk more in general about a type of diet. And the book we're going to talk about is the, um, the GAPS book. And it's actually called Gut and Psychology Syndrome. Now, if you go, this book is not available on Audible, by the way. Um, and I wouldn't recommend it even if it was. It, it's one of those books that has so many clear instructions. Do this and this and this and this and this, that listening to it. One is a little difficult, if you could, um, and two, there's too many things you need to go back to and follow, which is hard to do in an audio. So this is one of those books you want a physical copy of the book or a Kindle version. Either one would be fine. I have the Kindle version. Um, I really think, I wish she would drop the subtitle of this book because it's a little misleading. So if you go look it up, it's going to be Gut and Psychology Syndrome. Natural Treatment for Autism, Dyspraxia, ADD, Dyslexia, ADHD, Depression, and Schizophrenia. You know, honestly, none of those things really interest me. So it's a little misleading. That, that is why she developed this diet. She was a neuroscientist, so she really focuses on the psychology side. But many, many people need gut healing for if we look at all of the autoimmune diseases that are happening and they're all on the rise and they're all diet related. This is a great book to address all of the autoimmunes. So we're talking about things like IBS, IBD, Crohn's, eczema, psoriasis, arthritis, um, Type 1 diabetes is actually an autoimmune disease. Um, there's, there's lots of them, and the list keeps growing. An autoimmune disease is when our own immune system gets so ramped up and overactive that it starts at parts of our body. Um, people with thyroid issues, um, there's one specifically, um, and of course I just drew a blank. Oh, Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's hyperthyroidism is an autoimmune disease where the body's immune system attacks the thyroid and destroys the tissue. Uh, and, and autoimmunes have all been linked back to um, what's called leaky gut, meaning our, our gut is supposed to be our barrier between all of the food and toxins and everything else we take in it's the barrier to keep it out of our body unless the body says, that's okay, let it through. So it's supposed to let nutrients through. It's supposed to keep all the other stuff out. And when it works right, it's pretty amazing. What happens because of a poor diet is we create gaps in our intestinal lining. And then foreign proteins, bacteria, uh, germs, all kinds of things get through. They enter the blood system and the body says, oh, wow, look, there's uh, all this stuff that isn't supposed to be here and our immune system ramps up and starts attacking it. 
well, we make our immune system so active that it starts attacking our own body. And that's what autoimmune is. So fixing the gut is, is the way that we solve all of those problems. And this is a great book for that. Just kind of ignore the title or the subtitle where it talks about a, a bunch of things you may or may not be interested in. So yeah, the book and that's is so great that you bring that to us. I, it really is because it's so great you bring that to us because and you're reading books that um, you're looking past the title and then you see how it can come to the masses. Um, so this one's really fascinating to me. I'm looking forward to reading it too. What got me interested in this book was in the NTP program. It's mentioned many times and. Both of my instructors, and this is pretty common for NTPs, both of my instructors also went and became GAPS certified. So oh. there is a GAP training program, and you can even become GAPS certified. And it's pretty popular with NTPs because, you know, digestion is a big part of, of the foundations. And this is one of the best gut healing protocols that I've seen. So a lot of NTPs do go on to become GAPS certified as well. And I might. Um, after I take a little break, um, I, I may do the GAPS certification because I think it's a really good program. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's a, a, a really good book. I recommend it for really almost anybody. I think we could all use some gut healing. But if you are struggling with any autoimmune symptoms or syndromes or diseases, this is where I would start. Now, there are other elimination diets, and that's what this is. This is what's called an elimination diet. And you wouldn't have to do this one. I like this one. There are some others that I look at as well. Um, so the book itself, I'm not going to go into much more detail. Um, I'm going to talk now about elimination diets in general and this is one you might want to look at and it would be my recommended but there are others so the one thing I would tell people is is don't get so locked into you know you have to do this or you have to do this Let, let's have a better understanding of why we would do an elimination diet and then do a little research and reading and if one sounds better to you for whatever reason, then try that one. You know, don't get so locked in. Become your own kind of biohacker, which we've talked about a little before. Um, so uh, I'm going to get to a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about elimination diets in general. And then we're going to get to your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim's here with me today. And, and today we're kind of talking about elimination diets in the book review of the GAPS protocol. The GAPS is probably the most popular. There are practitioners who can support you. That, and that's one of the reasons why I like this when there's a lot of help and resources available. Um, what we're talking about when we talk about an elimination diet, let me talk about the downside to them first. There aren't that many. The biggest downside, Kim, that I think most people are going to find is elimination diets in the beginning are very, very restrictive. You are going to get rid of a lot of foods. And some people are going to look at this and go, wow, what the hell is left? What can I eat? Um, because it eliminates, it, it even eliminates a lot of foods that are very, very nutritious and should be a part of your diet. We eliminate them, though, because they could also be the foods that are causing food sensitivities. So and the idea is get rid of all of them in the beginning. That solves virtually everybody's problems. Pretty amazing, the, the benefits of this. And then you start to add foods back in one at a time so you can identify what's causing the problem. The other interesting thing is you may find that you are sensitive to eggs, and eggs are one of the things that are eliminated. You may also find that six months from now you can add eggs back in and you'll be just fine, and you should because they're nutritious. What happens on our standard American diet and lifestyle is our body gets so overwhelmed that it starts becoming sensitive to all kinds of things. But once we do some healing, then we can introduce, you know, some of these foods back in. So let, let's talk about the most common things that get eliminated. It turns out that uh, I believe it's about 90% of all food allergies, sensitivities, or reactions come from just eight foods. And those are milk, eggs, peanuts, nuts, wheat and gluten, soy, fish, and shellfish. So almost all elimination diets will get rid of those eight foods. Many elimination diets will also get rid of a group of vegetables called nightshades. So tomatoes, peppers, there's a whole list of them, and, and many times those will be eliminated as well. So if we look at these eight, um, some of these you could really just never put back in your diet and you'd be fine. Some of them we definitely want to get back into the diet as soon as we can. So milk, if all you're ever going to drink is commercially processed, pasteurized, homogenized milk, just don't. Just eliminate it. It's junk food. So no matter what we've always been told about calcium and vitamin D and all that other stuff, commercially processed food is just junk. Don't, don't ever put that back in your diet. If you decide that you want dairy back in your diet, really work hard to make it organic raw dairy. Okay? That's, you should either eat that or drink that or, or none at all, in my opinion, when it comes to dairy. Eggs. We definitely want to get those back in the diet. Eggs are a superfood. They really should be local, pastured, very high-quality eggs. Peanuts, get rid of them forever. 
You should never add peanuts back into your diet. They're not a nut. They're a legume, and they have all kinds of toxins in them. Um, nuts, though, real tree nuts, almonds, pistachios, walnuts, um, all of those things we should get back into the diet um, because those are all good when we can. Wheat and gluten. Wheat and gluten should not be in the diet, period, so that one should never be added back in. Uh, Soy. Soy is kind of a funny one. I, I would just say eliminate it. Don't ever put it into the diet. There's some evidence that if it is real, organic, non-GMO, and it's fermented soy, that there are some health benefits. I think you should just eliminate it. It's easier, and the stuff that's in soy, we can get in other things anyway. Most soy is GMO. Most of it is processed bad. It's, it's one of the strongest estrogen mimickers of food, and that can be a problem. So soy would be one of these eight that I would just leave out. The next two, fish and shellfish, people do have bad reactions to them, but these are some that you definitely want to get back into your diet if you can. So those are the, the most common foods being eliminated and the ones I think we should work at, at getting back in. Um, the list of foods that are the list of symptoms that can be alleviated on an elimination diet are... Un- unbelievable. I mean, I- I'm going to go through them here real quick. I'm not going to explain each one. I'm just going to go down this list, and-, and there are more. So chronic fatigue, arthritis, asthma, nutrient deficiencies, mood disorders, skin flare-ups, eczema, hives, acne, all of those, autoimmune disorders of all kinds, which I talked about, um, atherosclerosis, cognitive decline, um, like brain fog, um, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, things like that, all learning disabilities, insomnia, any trouble sleeping, muscle and joint pain, weight gain, um, migraine headaches. Almost all of these things have been shown to be eliminated, and the symptoms go away on an elimination diet. So even though it is really restrictive and it's fairly difficult to do, you're only going to do it for a short period of time, and then we're going to start reintroducing food. So uh, it it really is, for anybody who has struggled, and especially for people who have struggled with symptoms, gone to a paleo or primal or ketogenic diet and still has some symptoms that won't go away. Most people, when they go to paleo, primal, ketogenic, see a ton of relief right off the bat. But if they still have a couple things that might be hanging out, not responding, that's when I would recommend the elimination diet. Or if, if you just know you've got good discipline and, and you want you know, to jump right into eliminating as many problems as you have, you could go to this as well. Um, there, there's just so many benefits to this. So Again, it's not for everybody. I think if you're going to look at them, some of the other, there's actually one called the elimination diet. There's a diet called Whole30. There's a lot of resources and support for that. There's gaps. There's a couple others. But I think it's worth looking into 
Uh, and especially if you've made the move to a whole food diet and you're still seeing some symptoms that aren't clearing up, this would be the next step. What do you think? You know, it's funny because every time you would talk about the elimination diet before, I would kind of cringe because I'm thinking, I could never do that. But because it was so strict and I'm not that disciplined. But um, when you listed down those eight foods, you know, those main ones, um, and again, it's that whole thing of, shoot, first focus on those eight that you have to get rid of, but then, and then the nightshades, but then look at all the other stuff you can have and look at all the benefits that you get. Um, I had listened to a podcast not too long ago about an ultra runner who switched to low carb and he got it in his head. He he goes, I finally realized um, he just needed to embrace delayed gratification and we're not used to that anymore. You know, we want, just like we even our health, we want answers now. We want the weight off now. We want fitness now. Um, But if you kind of embrace delayed gratification and know that you're doing this for a purpose and, um, you know, the, the benefit is the help you're going to realize afterwards and just the fascination of finding out how things work in your body, um, you know, can kind of just give you a different kind of paradigm shift on how you look at it. You know, you bring up a really good point. I'm glad you did because I want to address this. So lots of people around me, acquaintances, friends, people in town, just everywhere I go, people know that I've been doing all this research on health and they, everybody has questions, which I love. That's what I do. But I, I started to notice a pattern. I started to notice people asking me how to fix a specific symptom quickly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they just got a cold or maybe they've had, you know, a really bad case of diarrhea or whatever it might be. And, and what they want is they want one quick fix. They want to know what they can do to fix this symptom right now. And the answer to that is nothing. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of thinking is what got us in trouble. That kind of thinking is how our entire medical system works. You have a symptom and you want the symptom to go away now. And that's how drugs work. You have a headache take this pill, your headache goes away. It does nothing to address the underlying issue and almost everything you take that alleviates a symptom also comes with a bunch of side effects. And that, that is our traditional medical system here in the West. And, and it's kind of that instant gratification. We want, the, we want this symptom to go away right now. Well, I'm going to come back and talk about what you need to do instead. So stick around. We'll be right back with that. And then we're going to get to your calls and questions. I'm Kevin Robinson.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Ruth. This is Destination Health. Jim is here with me. And uh, we're I, right before the break, I, I was talking about this idea of having a symptom and wanting immediate relief. And we need to get away from that thinking. That's what led us to the medical system we have now, where all we ever do is find a symptom, take a drug, and deal with all the side effects. So the answer, and most people don't want to hear this, the answer always comes back to diet and lifestyle. And there's nothing I can do for somebody today to relieve their symptom, whatever it might be. If you're suffering from a cold, it's because your auto or, or your immune system, not your autoimmune, your immune system is weak. If we have a strong immune system, you're not going to get every cold that comes around. You can shake hands with people who have a cold. You can kiss people who have a cold. You can eat, you know, off their fork, and you're not going to get the cold. It, it all comes down to having a strong immune system. Well, how do you do that? The same way we do everything else, we address all the foundations. Diet, digestion, all of those things we talk about. So I, it, just to let people know, there are no quick fixes. I, I, it, people would say, oh, but, you know, I, I don't necessarily want a Tylenol. Give me a natural fix. Well, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, so try some turmeric and some cinnamon, but don't expect that your headache's going to go away in 30 minutes the way it does with a Tylenol. And what do they say? What do they do? Uh, nobody likes that answer. Yeah. Every. The, but everybody wants the quick fix, and there just isn't. The, the quick fix to all of our health issues is start working on your diet and your lifestyle today, right now. Don't put it off, and you'll find that all of these things will go away over time. I mean, I, I look back at my last year uh, since I've been eating this way, and I am just symptom-free I, I, I just don't have any of those things anymore. It, it, it really is amazing how much better you feel. I, if I get a headache now, it's really rare, and almost every time I've had one, I can identify why. Um, two causes for me. I, I do drink caffeine, and I usually drink about two cups a day, every once in a while three, but that's pretty rare. So what will happen some days is I'll only have one. I'll forget about the second one. And sure enough, at some point during the day, I'm going to get a low-grade headache. And I'll know exactly why. It's a caffeine withdrawal. That's all it is. So I can either work my way back to one cup a day or none if I wanted. Or I can just have two a day and I'll never have the headache. Um, And I don't see caffeine doesn't cause a problem with me. So two a day works for me. Um, Other than that, if I get a headache, it's probably because I'm dehydrated. And that doesn't happen very often because I just pay attention to hydration. So the answer is always going to be diet and lifestyle, and it's going to be long-term. There are no quick fixes. I think it's pretty cool, though, because um, it's just very empowering. It just really, really is. It's in our, it's our choices that we can do, and we can do it, like you said, starting today. There you go. Now, the other one more thing about the elimination diets, all of them, don't think you have to do them exactly the way they say it in the book. For one, you're never going to. They're, they're very detailed. They're very strict. Many of the things in the GAPS program, you're not going to be able to do on the road. 
I mean, she goes into a couple of detox baths on a really regular basis. That's part of the program. Great stuff. You can do it. But uh, on the road, it's not going to happen. Um, and there are several other things in there. Don't get so freaked out. Just relax. Become your own biohacker. Try some of these things that make sense or sound like they make sense. See how they work for you. If you can't do them all, no big deal. Doing half of them is better than doing none of them. So one of the things I, I want to, and we've talked about this before, Kim, you and I agree on this. Sometimes we just need to relax and lighten up and know that any improvement is better than no improvement. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you'll see further, you know, once you get there. And it, this isn't, there's no end to this. Exactly. Well, there is. All right. <laughs> there is eventually, but... <laughs> Yeah, but it's a long way off. And the more of this yeah. you do, the yeah. further off it's going to be. So that's good news. Uh, what do you say we get to some phone calls? That sounds great. Let's head off to California. And I'm not going to put this Hello? Yes. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kim. Hey there. Hi, Dramit. Hi. Uh, What's on your mind? I'm a, hi, Kevin. I uh, I think I'm a good candidate uh, for the, the discussion you guys were having earlier with the autoimmune and uh, elimination diet. You know, I've been suffering uh, from skin eczema for like last 20 years. Okay. And uh, 15 of those years, I've been on a, a fat-free diet. Ooh. Uh, well, there's, yeah. there's, there's a pretty clear cause and effect right there. Um, fat-free diets, even you know, low-fat diets, have lots and lots of problems. Our bodies really need fat. Right. So, so after... Go ahead. Uh well, go ahead. Give me the rest of your story. Okay. Uh, after listening to you guys, uh, last year I started to do uh, bulletproof coffee with a ketogenic diet. And okay. uh, that did not uh, change much on my uh, uh, symptoms. Then through your uh uh, remote recommendation, I went to my local NTP and been working with her for the last six months. Okay. And uh, so still staying kind of like a, but she stopped me from a bulletproof coffee and saying like there's no uh, a nutrient benefit drinking that coffee. So I completely stopped that. So last six months, I haven't had a cup of coffee. Rather, I was uh, using like a, very smoothie with the raw egg, then uh, good breakfast, like more like a ketogenic style, like a paleo. And okay. that also didn't change uh, anything on my eczema. Then uh, another thing, like last uh, three years, uh, I developed a twitch in my left eye, and it would come and go. Sometimes it would get worse and sometimes less and i i feel uh it interrupts my sleep when i try to go sleep and sometimes it bothers me okay and 
and also uh, going to ntp i found out uh, surprisingly i'm a blood group ab which is uh, right. less than 5% of the population correct and based on that she recommended me going on to there's a maybe if you came across there's a guy named uh, dr uh, d adamo he has yes. uh, eat yeah eat right for your blood type so I'm yeah trying, yeah so, so, so let's, let's, uh, let, let's jump to the chase here a couple things kim shared with me um at at some point your eczema has started to improve is that correct uh yes after i uh, go on to elimination diet with was uh, stop eating eggs okay good so i'm i'm glad that we have identified something that helped and that's why you are a great candidate for an elimination diet because you're exactly what i was just talking about you saw some benefits from a keto paleo style diet but you still have some things hanging around. Now, before I get to the, the good news and the recommendations, I, I have to kind of slam this NTP. I, I'm shocked that there's an NTP who has fallen for the blood type diet. That is just lousy science, and it makes no sense whatsoever. There, there's lots and lots of clear evidence that this is just not a good idea. Let me give you an example, because I've studied this diet, and I can tell you um, some personal experience based on what the diet tells me to do, and what I know about how bad that would be for me. So, right out of, I'm a a type A, which is fairly common, uh, and the positive and negative doesn't really matter. All they really look at is A, B, a, B, and O, the four types. Um, so there's the music. Let me get to a break. I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about why this is just a really bad idea. All right, we're heading into the fourth segment already. Holy cow. Uh, But don't hang up at the end. We're going to get back to uh, more calls and questions right after this. Here we go. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The uh, website, letstruck.com. You can also find us on Facebook. This is Destination Health, so you can look up Destination Health on the Audio Road Network and uh, find us there. We post a lot of information and resources, and you can ask some questions. Don't 
think that we can respond right away. We get questions thrown at us from all kinds of places. Your best bet for questions by far is the show itself. Call us during the show and ask. We can give you immediate responses, and uh, it works a lot better. So, uh, Kim, um, we're going to go back to uh, California. We were talking with Grameet, and uh, and I but I want to talk about blood type diet and why this is a really bad idea. So when I go to the type A in the blood blood type four, he makes two he puts two sentences together that, that just don't even make sense together. And here's what it is. He talks about uh, you know what, Ramit, I'm gonna put you back on Somebody, I think we're getting a, a sound issue. Let me see if that helps um, with my sound when I put you back on hold. I'm waiting to yeah. hear. Yeah, Kim, you is that better? Great. Yeah, you sound great when you're when. Um, but as soon as you picked up Grimmie's call, it went like you were in a tunnel, which is odd. I've never heard that before. Okay, and I was getting a lot of back. He can hear us on hold, so I'll bring him in as I need to. Um, so, you know, when I read in the blood type diet, type A, that's what I am. It says that type A's benefit from a vegetarian diet, which I did, and it was a disaster. The longer I was on it, the worse I felt. And for me, you know, Kim, we talk about this. Be your own biohacker. Don't believe anything you read. Read it, try it, and see what works. Pay attention to your body. And, and I can tell you, I've got clear evidence that a vegetarian diet was not good for me at all. They also talk about moving. They say the biggest challenge for type A would be moving away from meat and potatoes. And they talk about eating a whole food, unprocessed diet as close to the natural state as possible. You and I completely agree with that part, right? Right, right. The very next sentence, after saying whole food, unprocessed, natural state, he says type A's will have a hard time moving from meat and potatoes, which, by the way, whether you agree with potatoes or not, both meat and potatoes are unprocessed completely. They're just whole real food. He says move from those to... Soy protein, grains, and vegetables. Well, vegetables are fine, but his first two foods, soy protein and grains, are highly processed. They're not in their natural state at all. You can't eat them in their natural state. You have to process them, and they have all kinds of issues. They, it, they are the two biggest groups of foods that you eliminate in an elimination diet because they're two of the biggest problems in our diet. So, the, and then if we talk about um, somebody who is AB, a blood type AB, which is very rare, and it's fairly new in historical terms, and it is a combination of both blood types, A and B. So when you look at all the things that type A is supposed to do and what they're supposed to eliminate, and then you look at type B and what they're supposed to do and what they're supposed to eliminate, 
and you try to combine them, my God, it's a nightmare. This is just the diet you should run the other way from. And uh, I'm really sorry that you went to an NTP that believed in this and recommended it. Um, This is the kind of stuff that could cause all kinds of problems and confusion and really make it difficult going forward. So um, for me, I would skip the elimination or the uh, blood type diet. I would look at the GAPS diet. I think based on what you've done so far, what has improved and what hasn't improved, I would go with a a GAPS-type diet, Whole30, look at them both, see which one sounds better to you, and work on gut healing. So, And that's what the diet is all about. You're going to get tons of tips on gut healing. Bone broths are really big, and I know you're already doing some. You want to keep doing that. Um, There is some supplementation that is going to help quite a bit. We have a product called IPS, which is a gut healing um, supplement that I would highly recommend while you're doing this. And once the gut is healed, usually about 30 days of this will we'll do a lot of gut healing. Then we would walk to the next step being working on your digestion from you know, the head down, but primarily looking at stomach acid and bile salts. But we don't want to do those if we think that there is some leaky gut going on because we could actually make the problem worse if we're not careful. So we want to focus on the gut healing first. Uh, I'm going to bring you back in, and we'll, Kim, keep me informed on what's going on. I will. <laughs> okay. Okay. Grameet, uh, what do you think? Yeah, that sounds good, uh, uh, Kevin. I'll uh, I'll go with the uh, GAPS diet and look more into it than than start using that and uh, ignore that uh, that blood type diet. Yeah, the blood type diet is a really bad idea, so I I wouldn't do that. You, the steps for you that I see: do the GAPS diet for 30 days or so. I don't think you're going to need to do a lot of it because you've already cleaned up your diet really well. Um, I would recommend the IPS. You can talk to Kim about about getting that. It's a pretty uh, simple supplement that's going to help. Bone broths are really good. After about 30 days, if we start to see some improvement, then we would move on because we know the gut healing is happening. We would move on to addressing the digestion, which I think will solve some of the other problems. The, The twitch, I believe, is either neurological and, and the gut, the GAPS program is gut and psychology. It's very neurologically intense. So you may find that it just goes away during the, uh, this part of it. Uh, Kim just reminded me of something, too. Another really simple supplement to add during this time is the light balance um, to make sure your minerals are staying in balance. Because the eye twitch could also just be a mineral deficiency. Um, minerals are responsible for muscle contraction and muscle relaxation. And a twitch is your muscle contracting and relaxing quickly. So it, it, it could be an indication of just a mineral imbalance, and, and light balance will help with that. But you may find that the, the GAPS program also addresses that. So after the GAPS, we would move on to some digestion, and then we might address some mineral balance and some adrenal support. But that. That needs to be a little later. 
All right, Kevin. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. So, Kim, that was a, a really good fit today, the the idea of the gaps and the elimination diets, and, and here's somebody who fits that criteria. They they did the keto, paleo kind of thing, saw benefits, but still had some symptoms hanging around. That That's mm-hmm. a really good indication that we need to address digestion. But because he had autoimmune going on, we know we need to do gut healing before we address digestion. So, you know, there, there's just this logical sequence of things that should happen. It, it, it's, you know, I, I think I love this so much because it's a lot like mm-hmm. troubleshooting a truck, which most shops are just horrible at. They don't have a system. They don't have a sequence. They don't have, they just kind of randomly try stuff, which seems to be what our medical community does. They just kind of randomly try stuff. Let's try this, see if it works. Or the whole idea of eat more of this food and you'll feel better. You know, it, it, you can't, it's not hit or miss like that. There, there is a clear sequence of events. And this was a great example of the paleo keto helped. There are still some things out there because it's autoimmune. We, we address the leaky gut. Then we'll go back to digestion and the foundations and I, I think we'll just see all of these things improve over time. Yeah, and what's so cool, Gourmet was just um, an ideal person, too, and we have a couple of, probably most of the people that listen and follow can tell you exactly what they've done, you know, symptoms they've had, what they've tried, how it worked, um, and that's key. I mean, and that's that whole awareness and biohacking of knowing what's going on in your body, and you can just help zero in to that, you know, that bullet, that focus, um, target on what might be the next step is the best to try. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's very little of that going on in our traditional medical system. That system is I have a symptom. The doctor says, take this and we just listen to the doctor and the doctor does very little listening to us. So I think a, a good, you know, NTP, a good practitioner needs to do a lot of listening and the, the, the clients need to take control and, and say, well, I did this and this is what happened. And I did this and this is what happened and, and become much more involved in the process, which is what we encourage people to do. Yeah. So there's the music. I can't believe it. We blew through another show. Uh, we're going to do some more calls and questions after this. Uh, But we're all out of time tonight. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Texas, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. We take your calls and answer your questions about all kinds of things. And uh, today is an extension of Destination Health. So we talk about 
all things health, fitness, training, diet, nutrition, lifestyle, crazy things like meditation. And we wrap it all around the trucking lifestyle of living and on the road and all those challenges and uh, help you sort it all out. So with me, my co-host, Kim Cockerham. Kim, welcome back. Thanks, Kevin. Meditation with truck drivers. Whose crazy idea is that? I know, and it's probably it's it's probably one of the best things that they can do out on the road. Really is so simple; doesn't require equipment. It's just it, and it it has so many benefits. So, you know, it's one of those things that got kind of that weird reputation of you know the kind of fringe, and and really it it's a great practice, and it is kind of going mainstream. You're seeing, you know, executive coaches now using meditation, and so. Um, definitely something I would recommend looking into, but we do so much more than that here. Um, you know, we, we do, we've been doing some book reviews, um, but one of the things we're finding on our show, we, we started off doing an hour of Destination Health every week. We just don't even come close to getting to all the questions. So we're extending it. Tonight is uh, our second hour of the week. So what do you say we just get right to some phone calls? Awesome. Love to. All right. Let's do that. Let's start off in Ohio. Herschel, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kim. How are you doing today? Hi, Herschel. Good. What's on your mind? Well, you well, you did it to me again. I do have a question, but from the previous show, now I have to make a statement. Okay. Um, what, the, what my NTP did is, in essence the gaps that you were talking about, that really is what it amounted to with some other things over and above the eight groups that you listed. Uh, This is month number five now. I haven't had one piece of one thing that is on my list of offenders, and I won't. I was at my granddaughter's birthday party. They had cake and ice cream. I said, nope, guys, I can't do it. Um, When you get to the point that you hurt bad enough or you're disgusted enough with how you feel, believe me, you can do it. It's tricky, but you can do it. Yeah, good point. And the other thing I've found is is when you do some of the right stuff, eliminating grains is a huge one, you see such an amazing change that it encourages you to work harder. You know, people that I talk to are, are I, I think some people don't believe how strict I've been on this. They say, oh, no, you, you have to cheat once in a while. No, I don't. I, I really just don't. There are some things I will not compromise. I, I have not eaten a grain in over a year. And the longer I go, the more I look at anything made from a grain and think, my God, why would I put that in my mouth? Yeah, I'm the same way. My NTP said give it three months and then start, just like the gaps, start adding stuff back. But quite frankly, I feel so much different than I did then when I had that other stuff. I'll just live without it. I don't care. I found other stuff that I like now. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My question, and this actually comes from Kim Cockerham, oh, in the neighborhood of about 18 months ago, she said something that just made me think, why not? So I Uh give up drinking pop. (laughs) I give up up drinking pop. Of course, in Ohio, it's pop. 
Everybody, yeah. I think we know what that is. <laughs> um, I even get, did away with tea because that's a sweetened drink. I, I just don't have anything now but water. So my wife always right. tells me I have too much time to think. So now I got one. Through the day, I go home every day. I can take whatever I want in the truck. And I typically go to Kroger because that's the big store here where I live. And I buy the little 16.9 ounces of bottles. And I throw six of them in my cooler. I typically come home without any. But because of you don't know where that water come from, you don't know if it has fluoride in it, you don't know if it has almost chlorine even, you don't know what it is. At home I have just a well the way God intended it to be, and that's what I drink. Should I just be filling up a jug out of my well and not even doing the bottles of water? There maybe so. This is a little trickier though than than it might seem because no matter where water comes from, we don't know what's in it. I agree with you right. that we were intended to drink water right out of the ground. But that was long long before we've polluted the planet. Um so we do have to be careful with well water. We don't, I mean, the source makes the difference. I, I can tell you that here where I live, we have some of the cleanest water I've ever seen. I've done water testing and we have amazing water here. We're actually in a giant fight. Um, it's one of the only things we focus on in city council. It seems like Nestle has been trying to build a water bottling plant here for the last six years because they want this water because it's so clean and we have you know local native american tribes and it's uh it, it's just a mess um but there is clearly a difference in water quality so the the answer is we want to drink the best quality water we can find but what does that mean um one of the better ways to know that you're getting what you need and nothing you don't need is to use a really good filtration system on your well water. And it could be a tabletop. There's actually a, a new system I just saw out the other day. That's pretty simple. Uh, let me grab it here. Cause I have it in front of me. Um, it, it's just a, a tabletop filtration system. Um, it's the only one I've ever seen. I think it's the only one in existence that is a countertop four-stage reverse osmosis. So it's, it's aqua, aqua true water, but that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U. You drop the E in true, water.com. Kim, can we get that up on the Facebook page? Yeah, I will. And I was thinking there, I saw one other one too, Kevin, but it might be the same. It was from one of the sites you had given us too. But um, I think yeah. this is a. Dave, oh, Dave oh, asked okay. me if Bulletproof is a big promoter of this system. So that may be why we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so that's going to give you about the best quality water you're going to be able to get without spending a ton of money. Um, and it may filter out some of the stuff we actually want in our water, but it's more important in water to get rid of the stuff we don't want. The, the other things that we might get from our water would be minerals. Well, we can, you know, 
we can get the minerals someplace else. I would rather see a very highly filtered water to get rid of all the junk, the fluoride, the chlorine, the drugs that uh, our water has lots of antibiotics in it, believe it or not. It's all runoff and waste and um, all kinds of prescription drugs get flushed into the the system and then water treatment doesn't get those out. We can test and see that there's prescription drugs in our water. Um, So the, the real key behind water is filter out as much as you possibly can. Um, and then if we need to get the minerals someplace else, we can. Does that make sense? Well, the, it does. And the reason that I thought of it, I had trouble with my pump. So I had it up out of the well, and I thought, I'm just going to see. So I took a bolt and tied it to a piece of rope and dropped it down in the well. That well is only 20 feet deep. 15 feet of it is water. And the spring that feeds the area where I live, it actually has a name. All the locals that's been there forever, they actually know the name of it. So I thought, why in the world don't I just drink that? So that's why I was curious. (laughs) Yeah. Again, that's a good start, but we just don't know what kind of contaminants have made their way into that. So my thought on water is, sure, start with well water if you've got it but I, I filtered is the best way to go and four stage filtration is the best okay i'll check that okay. out thank you kevin thanks kim thanks you're Herschel. welcome let's go to georgia mark welcome to the program hello kevin and kim hey mark hey there yeah we're looking for a uh, breath meter to measure keystone and i looked on amazon and they have only one and what is your suggestion okay well let me get to this break and i'll come back and tell you exactly what i recommend it's real simple too um we'll be right back i'm kevin rutherford Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. My co-host, Kim Cockerham, is with me. And we were just talking with Mark in Georgia. Mark, there's a real simple reason why you only found one on Amazon, because there's only one in the world. Only one exists. All right, let me know. Yeah, so the one you found on Amazon, Ketonics, That's the only one in existence. If you want to buy a breath ketone meter, that's the one. That's the one I have. It's the only one in the world. All right. Great for the information. 
You're welcome. And uh, it, by the way, it works great. So <laughs> it can be a little confusing. Kim, let's talk real quick about measuring ketones. The the traditional well, and- way. Oh, the, go ahead. The ketonics has two kinds too. So maybe as you, um, it has the red and the blue. So maybe um, on the tail end, share which one is the best. Let's just talk about matters. that real quick. Yeah, it it doesn't. Here's why. I wish they would drop this. They the red and the blue are identical. There is no difference. Now they call one the sport. The red is the sport. The blue is the standard. But here's the thing. When you buy this and you use the software on your computer to to read it and and track it and all that stuff, there are two settings that you can use. You can use the standard measure of ketosis or you can use the sport measure. And the sport measure is for somebody who's really, really active. You know, they do a lot of um, activities, exercise, sports, things like that. Here's the only difference. I have the blue one, which is the standard. Well, I'm sitting here at my computer right now, and with two clicks of my mouse, I turn it into the red one because Mm -hmm. it's it's just a software setting is all it is. When you buy the red one, it comes from the factory with the red settings. When you buy the blue one, it comes with the blue settings. But no matter which one you have, you can change it. And on top of that, I see they just recently added a third setting, which is called nutritional ketosis, which oh, wow. is yeah, which is even higher than sport. So, for example, on the standard, you go into ketosis on the standard settings around 40 is the measurement. On the sport, it's up in the 50s, I think. And on the nutritional ketosis, they claim you're not even in nutritional ketosis till you're almost to 60. But all it is is just different settings the way the graph works in the software. You're always measuring the same thing. So don't worry about the red or the blue. It it just doesn't matter because it can all be changed in the software once you get it anyway. But that's a point. That'll help clear up that confusion. Um, The the traditional way of measuring blood ketones were with urine strips. I don't recommend those. Those were designed for people who are diabetic and have to worry about ketoacidosis. So it's a quick test to see if you're starting to build up ketones in your body. And when you are diabetic, ketoacidosis would continue to get worse. You would, you would put out more and more ketones in your urine, and you would know that's a very dangerous condition. You can't get ketoacidosis if you're not a diabetic, a type 1 diabetic, or heavily insulin-dependent as a type 2. So what happens in nutritional ketosis is that the urine strips will stop working, and it will be very confusing. So I, I don't recommend the urine strips at all. Don't even use them. The other two ways left are the blood meter, which is really accurate, but it's expensive, or the breath meter, which once you buy it, you're done. You don't have any more cost, and you can use it as many times as you want, and it works great. So I recommend the breath meter. Thank you. Good. Yeah, because that was confusing when you go look at it. And, it's, you know, it's 160 bucks. You want to make sure you're getting the right one. Yeah. So they do have it on Amazon now. Ketonics has its own store direct. doesn't matter where you get it. We may even try to get it in our store. 
Um, I think we're going to talk to them just to make it easy. Um, but I do recommend it. It's a great device. Works excellent. Let's go to Kansas. Gary, welcome to the program. Well, hi, Kevin and Kim. Hi, Gary. I have I had made some uh, fermented vegetables. I made a uh, uh, green bean and yellow bean mixture, and I made uh, uh, beets. I just cut them in three-quarter inch chunks and filled the jar up about just under three-quarters full, and, uh, and I only used a, t- a teaspoon and a half of salt in each one of those. Is that about right? Um, how big was the jar? How much water? Just a quart. Uh, that's going to be low. Um, it doesn't mean it won't work. But you do run the risk when you go to the lower salt content, you can potentially speed up the fermentation, but you also run the risk of a bacteria making its way in. doesn't mean it's going to, but the risk gets higher. The salt content in the beginning is what keeps the bad bacteria out. And then once you develop enough of the lactic acid, which is part of the fermentation process, then the lactic acid keeps the bad bacteria out. So if it worked and you like the taste, you could be doing it, but that, that's pretty low on the salt content. I, I prefer um, more salt. Uh, and actually, I find that more salt ends up, you end up with a better flavor anyway. And I'm not afraid of the salt yeah. content. So one of the things I would avoid doing is, is don't put the vegetables in the jar, then pour in the water, then add the salt. It makes it very hard to get your measurements consistent because you don't know how much water is filling up the rest of the space. So what I do is pack the vegetables into the jars, and then I make a couple of quarts of brine. And then I use the brine to fill up the jar. So, you know, you go to two tablespoons per quart, um, a tablespoon, three tablespoons. There's a pretty wide range. But going down to a teaspoon or two teaspoons per quart, I think, is probably low. Okay. And then, uh, and then I have an update on uh, the gal that I helped up in, uh, up in Duluth when I did my MS bicycle ride. Uh, you know, yeah. she had psoriasis and all that, and she, you know, she's down 31 pounds. Wow. Uh, the, psoriasis, the psoriasis was gone in, completely gone in two, week, two weeks. Like, can't even see that it was there. And, uh, and she, like I, I said the last time I called in, she was able to chase her granddaughter around and caught her out on the beach. And, Aww. and, and so now she's on a, she's, she actually took on uh, she took on uh, my uh, my niece to help her because she's five foot two, roughly. I'm not exactly sure on the height, but she's 12 years old, and she weighs about 218 pounds. So she just took her Aww. on and trying to find out. And she's our, the my niece already said that her you know told told this gal that that her stomach is already is already feeling. Like it's getting smaller, and it's only been three days. And so, Excellent. what I'm what I'm trying to find out is we got a problem with her sleep schedule. She and and to make a long story short, she has a lot of 
uh, uh, mental issues as far as uh, authority problems and stuff like that, and I'm sure it's from the greens. But um, yeah. But she's always got she's always got her face in the phone. So we're trying, you know. And the last time her mother tried to take her the phone away from her, she actually started cutting. That's how bad it was. Her cutting okay. her arms. So, so here's I'm the trying thing. to figure out a way a way to get her back on her sleep schedule because she's playing on the phone all night. Yeah, so sometimes when we look at multiple problems, and there are clearly multiple problems here, and I'm glad you're working to, to head this off, and the good news is all of these things can be fixed. But we have to prioritize and kind of pick our battles. I'm not wild about anybody staring at a phone all day. I I think it's just really bad in a lot of ways. But I think I would ignore that one right now because you can see the reaction, and that is a severe reaction. So that's something. Here's what I would recommend. This is going to be difficult. This is another call that fits into our last show. Um, Because of her neurological symptoms she would really benefit from an elimination diet and I would really look at the GAPS diet. It is the gut and psychology and that's what we're we're looking at. There are some real psychological issues and the quickest way to fix it is with the elimination diet. Now I'm also going to recommend another book um for you to listen to. The book isn't going to help you so much. There's, you'll learn some things from it, but it's going to help you help them more, both your friend and your niece. So let me get to a break. We'll come right back. And uh, I wasn't really ready to recommend this book because I haven't even completely finished it yet. But this is a perfect book for what you're facing right now. So stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. This is Destination Health. You're here with myself, Kevin Rutherford, my co-host, Kim Cockerham. And before the break, we were talking with Gary in Kansas. So, Gary, um, are you willing to listen to another book? Oh, yeah. I, I've got about I got about uh, eight or ten of them in my library that you've already recommended, and I've uh, been listening. I bet you every one of them I've listened to anywhere from eight to ten times. So I'm getting a little bit out of every time, you know, so... Yeah, I'm willing to have another. Not a problem there. You're going to like this, but this is more to help your friend and your niece. So here's the title of the book. It's called A Mind of Your Own. 
and it's by Kelly Brogan. She's a medical doctor and a psychiatrist who no longer believes in our traditional medical system at all. So people have heard me criticize our medical system, and they think I'm a little harsh. Wait till you read this lady. Yeah, yeah, wait till you read this lady. And she has the right to do it because she is a medical doctor and a psychiatrist. And when you hear her, you're going to think that I was tame. Um, But she now. uh, Is it an audible? It is on Audible. Yeah, great book. Good good, good uh, narrator, easy to listen to. Um, so this is another one, though, that the subtitle is misleading. So the book is A Mind of Your Own. The subtitle is The Truth About Depression and How Women Can Heal Their Bodies to Reclaim Their Life. She only treats women, and she treats depression. The problem is... Her definition of depression is way different than ours. She says depression is not a disease at all. It is nothing but a symptom. And it is a symptom that that manifests in a lot of different ways. But I think when you write that, the truth about depression, people look at it and go, oh, well, I'm not depressed. This book isn't for me. This book is for all women. I swear you, you should be listening to this book because there is just really, really good health advice in here. Um, so don't let that subtitle um, throw you off because this is what you should be listening to help your niece right now. In fact, I would, if you have any other books in line, I would move them and put this one on your must-listen-to list to help your niece. I'm actually going to get it right. You know, as soon as your show is done or whatever, I'm going to pull over and park, you know, if I'm close to a major city, you know, so I can get the service, I'm going to download it on my phone right away and start listening to it. Excellent. So I'll look forward to your call next week and you can tell me what you think. So Kim, this wasn't really a book I was going to talk about yet um, because I haven't totally finished it, but I'm about three quarters of the way through and really, really good stuff. I will also tell people though, this isn't necessarily an easy listening book. It's over 10 hours and she goes really, really in-depth into a lot of the science. So, but in this case, dealing with the, the niece who um, has some of these issues, it, it's why I thought I'm just going to recommend this book, even though I'm not ready to review it yet. Um, one of the things, and, and you talked about the subtitle being about depression, she has such an interesting take on depression, anxiety, and psychological issues that when I read it, it was one of those, aha, that mm-hmm. now I, this makes total sense and I've never heard this before. So let, let's talk about that for a minute. You and I have talked many times about inflammation. Right. And inflammation is, is a, clue that something is wrong. Our body uses inflammation to heal, so it's a good thing. We want inflammation, but we want to de-inflame once the healing has occurred, and that's how our body works if we give it all the right nutrition. But if we have a poor diet, we will inflame chronically, and inflammation is now rampant. In fact, it's becoming the next buzzword Um, hopefully we don't screw it all up, but um, inflammation is pain, inflammation is swelling, inflammation is heat, 
Um, almost every disease has some component of inflammation, and we typically feel it in our body. Here's the interesting thing. Her research shows that all of the mental disorders. Now, what have we been told about almost all the mental disorders, anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, all of these things, that they are a result of a imbalance, right? Haven't we heard that a bazillion times? We have, yes. Chemical imbalance. She says bullshit. It's not a chemical imbalance. And all the drugs we take to try to balance our brain chemicals are killing us. She talks about the anti-anxiety medications, the, the SSRIs, which are wildly popular now. Doctors are giving SSRIs for all kinds of crazy stuff. That stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors. That's a mouthful, but all it means is your brain cells talk to each other with serotonin. And we've heard of serotonin and dopamine and the feel-good chemicals and oxytocin and all these things. Our, our, our brain cells, our neurons, release them, and, and they use these neurotransmitters to communicate. Well, the claim that anxiety and depression is caused by low serotonin, we don't know how to get the body to make more serotonin. We can give it all of the precursors or the nutrients, and, and that may or may not work. And my guess is if it doesn't work, it's because you're not digesting food right anyway. But we don't know how to get the brain to make more. So these drugs don't get the brain to make more serotonin they do something different. Once the serotonin is released between the neurons, our body uses it, and then it gets taken back up into the neurons to be used again. These drugs stop it from being taken back up. So even though you don't have as much serotonin as you need, if we leave it in the gap, they think that's going to fix the problem. It doesn't. And there are horrible side effects to these drugs and they are commonly given out like candy anymore um, mm -hmm. so we don't want to do that and and the idea is this the drug is never going to fix it anyway so uh, this, this book really addresses that issue but again it, it's a little harder reading um, but definitely worth it especially for um, women, females who aren't responding very well to a ketogenic diet, and she talks about why that might be the case. Um, she likes the whole food paleo style diet, but she leans more heavily towards some of the root vegetables, the starchy root vegetables. She okay. said for a lot of women, they will help um, with some of the issues. So another good book to add to the list. You know what, it's, now you just, you brought something up that, and I had shared, I had watched that webinar of hers one time. It was the first time I heard a doctor, and, and she probably says this in her book too, and you're aware of with her, is that, you know, she used to prescribe those medications until she, oh, yeah. she learned better, and she talks about that. And um, it was the first time I, I really heard a doctor say it to you, like, and, and we do do this, you can't separate the mind and the body and the physical, and 
it just goes back to, you know, you teach with the foundations and that and, and, and in cases of depression or anxiety or that kind of stuff, um, know that all the nutrition and ever the foundations are so key. And we, as a society, used to always separate that from the head up, you know, that you're just dealing with your head and it's all in my head. And, you know, that's, right. that's not the case, <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. You brought up something else and I wanted to, um, I think we'll share, I'll share it before the next show, but to touch on that a little bit, one of our awesome listeners and CMC people, woman is a woman shared with me on Facebook and um, I'll share with you the book and a little bit more. Like I said, and maybe we can talk next show, but she specifically talked about women um, because with the keto diet, sometimes they, they have other things like hair loss and so forth, more so than men, and not have such the results. And the book she had read, um, the, the author had recommended that some women might consider some gentle carbs, they said. So it's more of the root vegetables, too, you know. So how fascinating to hear you say that from Kelly Brogan. Um, and I, I might you know, I want to ask that we dive into that a little bit more down the road of the differences between men and women because because um, we're seeing it. Yeah, and, and I will tell you that, and I've said this before, that, that I believe the, the ketogenic diet solves a lot of problems. And if, if you're still suffering with weight loss, diabetes, blood sugar controls, those kind of things, the ketogenic diet is a place to start. For some people, it might even be the place to stay. But I, I've always talked about moving from keto to a more paleo style. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit when I come back. And you're right. I think we should do, um, you know, a show focused on this. So when we get back from this break, I'll talk a little bit about it. And then we'll get to some more of your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothberg. back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. My co-host Kim Cockerham is with me. So Kim, it's interesting that you bring this up because just over the last couple weeks I've been playing around with this. Um, You know, I've been pretty strict ketogenic, paleo, and and I do really watch my carbs. So I've been very low carb for a long time. And, but I'm, I'm at a good weight. I feel good. All my symptoms are gone. So I've talked about adding back in more good carbs, and I'm eating more and more vegetables. In fact, I'm not even counting my carbs anymore, and if I actually sat down and counted them, I might be surprised um, because the vegetables, can you can add up carbs pretty quick. Um, and I have not been shying away from the root vegetables. I've actually been adding some back in primarily um, dark-colored sweet potatoes, because I believe color is a a good indicator of nutrition. So I've been leaning towards the the darker orange sweet potatoes and beets. 
both of which are pretty darn high in carbs. Like, really, if you eat either one of them during the day, you're probably knocking yourself out of true ketosis. Um, but I've been adding them back in quite a bit. Like, I make my own beet or, um, sweet potato chips. So, well, I'll mm-hmm. slice sweet potatoes real thin, and I fry them on a low temperature, 300 degrees in beef fat. And, oh, my God, are they good. Um, and I've been eating more. Yesterday I did a smoked beet and goat cheese salad. That was awesome. Um, so it's really bringing my carb count up quite a bit. And what I'm watching is, because the only downside to eating those carbs would be either blood sugar issues or weight issues. And so far, it spikes my blood sugar a little bit, but it comes right back down, so it's good blood sugar control, and I'm not gaining any weight. So men or women, I I think we can all benefit from adding a lot of good, colorful vegetables back into our diet. And just watch. what You know, are you gaining weight? Are you having any blood sugar issues? Uh, and if not, I think the more of those foods you add into your diet, the healthier you're going to be. So yeah. it, it's one of the things that if you're still struggling with weight and blood sugar, absolutely not. Don't eat those things. Stay strict ketogenic until you solve all those issues and then start adding some of these I like the term gentle carbs. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, that's the first time yeah. I heard that, and I liked it too. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. So, you know, we're not going to go back to, you know, non-nutritional carbs. There's no sense in eating empty carbs. But beets have tons of nutrition you're not getting in other places. Sweet potatoes have a pretty unique nutritional profile. So adding some of those root vegetables back in, And again, be your own biohacker. Pay attention. If you add sweet potatoes and beets and you gain five pounds in three weeks, um, that might be an indication that maybe that's still too much for you. Yeah, very good. Let's let's get to some more phone calls if we can. Let's go to Georgia. Terry, welcome to the program. Hey, how you all doing? I want to get your opinion on something. I had a colonoscopy done last week. No diseases or no cancer, no polyps, but they said I had a bad case of proctitis. And among other things I was reading about it, saying that um, a high fat will cause that. What is your opinion? Uh, Yes and no. High fat will cause it, but it's not the high fat causing it. It's you not digesting the high fat that causes it. Because what happens is the undigested fat is making its way all the way through your digestive tract, and then it is inflaming the end. Um, But it's not fat. It's undigested fat. So this is something that, as an NTP, when we see this as a symptom we immediately address fat digestion and fatty acid balance. So you would be a really good candidate for um, the bile salt supplements, so the the beta plus. So you would want to start taking beta plus any time you eat fat, and that's going to help digest the fat 
and then this is going to go away. Because that, that is correct. It's fat causing it, but it's undigested fat. So as long as you eat good fats and you digest them, you won't have this. Okay, but you get that stuff in that store you're talking about on Let's Truck? Um, it's not in the store yet. You have to call us right now. But we can, I mean, it takes a couple minutes to order on the phone, right, Kim? It does, yeah. Yeah, just okay. give us a call. Oh. Or actually, um, Terry, I'll write down your number, and I can call you after the show if you'd like. Okay, that'll work. I mean, uh, you got my number? Or... We got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, one other question I get off the phone real quick. Now, for a while I was eating a mixture of tuna fish and sardines and mayonnaise and boiled eggs together, and I was eating about a cup full a day, which the wife wanted to say that's what caused it, but I don't believe that. But I was waking up real stiff. I mean, now I quit it. I ain't getting stiff, but I hadn't tried to go back to it to see if that would cause it. All right, one question, because what you are eating it could be a superfood, um, but there was one question in there. Tell me what kind of mayonnaise you put in. Well, that, I'm not using your homemade mayonnaise, but, I, I mean, I'm just using Hellman's off the shelf. There's the problem. So every okay. other food you put in there was really good. Now, the other one I would say, the egg quality is going to matter. So if you can get local pastured eggs from like a farmer's market, um, you can get pastured eggs in the grocery store. They are typically really crazy expensive, like 7 and $8 a dozen. Um, I pay it when I have to because I, I want those eggs. It's that important. But I can get them locally sometimes for $2 a dozen. So the yeah, egg I was, quality... I was... Okay, good. So all of the things you're eating, tuna fish is excellent. Try to keep it, you know, clean. Um, there are a couple brands that are better than most others. Um, the sardines are excellent. The eggs, as long as they're good quality, it's the mayonnaise that's tripping you up. And that could be enough to cause the stiffness you're talking about. It, it's loaded with really, really bad fat. Um, mayonnaise is one of the worst offenders. Now, the crazy thing is, Traditional mayonnaise is horrible, but a good quality mayonnaise is healthy. So it's one of those things where quality really matters. Um, If you don't want to make the homemade mayonnaise, I have a solution. There is a brand on the market that is exactly the way you would make it at home. Nothing more, nothing less. Um, It's called Primal Foods. They make a regular mayonnaise, and they make a chipotle lime mayonnaise that is really, really good, too. But they are both just avocado oil, which is good for us, eggs, lemon, and salt. That's it. The same way we would make it at home, but you buy it in the jar. The best place to get it is on Thrive Market. Kim, you and I have talked about Thrive a lot, Mm -hmm. and they carry both the regular and the chipotle lime. And I, I keep two jars around all the time. In case I get lazy and I don't feel like making my own, I just use this because it's just as good. You could do just a Google search on primal mayonnaise or what you're talking about. You could, or go right to thrivemarket.com. Right. And on Thrive Market, okay. yeah, you're going to be able to buy it cheaper than you can anywhere else. Okay. I want to make some of that bacon-flavored mayonnaise, but I ain't got around to it that you talk about. 
Oh, that's a that's a good one, but that one requires some work because you have to save enough bacon fat um, to do it. Let me uh, let me get to another call here real quick. Uh, Kathy in Colorado, go ahead. Me. Um, I don't know now. Can you hear me? I can. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Uh, I have my had my goddaughter out three years ago and been miserable ever since. And my son has been telling me about CDP coline and biosalts and things, but I've been listening to you for almost two hours, and I think, I think maybe I'd better try that. A GAP diet first, is that what you're saying, elimination or GAP? I can't understand uh, if it's George, Adam, Paul, or if we're saying, you know. Okay, so it, it's GAPS, G-A-P, and that, that stands for gut and psychology. And there's certainly nothing wrong with you doing that, and I would recommend it. But there's a, a stronger recommendation for you knowing that you've had your gallbladder removed. Um, the yes. problem is I'm going to run out of time. Um, I'll tell okay. you what I'm going to do, and I don't do this very often, but this is pretty important, and I know you're kind of a new listener. So we're going to wrap up the show. Don't hang up. I'm going to come back to you off the air and just give you a couple quick recommendations. And then if you want, we can bring you back on next week and talk about it some more. So hold on. (laughs) Let me me wrap up the show and then uh, we'll come right back to you. Uh, Kim, do you want to hang out with me and uh, help her after the show? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, great. Great. We'll do that. And don't everybody think this is going to become a regular occurrence. Once in a while, I'll do it. all the time. Uh, thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, I believe if you want to hang out and hear the rest of this call, you can. I won't end the show, but uh, we are done for the day, and we'll see you next week. So I'm going to go back to Kathy in Colorado. Kathy, you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay. So I, I probably know the answer to this question, but I'll ask, and I won't assume. When they removed your gallbladder, did they really explain what the gallbladder does in our body and what you should do to kind of make up for why you don't have it anymore? No. Uh, okay. You can go home that's today, pretty, Kathy. That, that's pretty common. Um, they, the, the medical community treats the gallbladder like a spare part, and we don't need it. It is. Really function. And, and here's what it does, kind of in a nutshell explanation. Your liver produces bile. And bile fat. But your liver produces and I, I, I have to go into a different room. Just, uh, take them outside. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry, sir. That's okay. 
So your gallbladder is responsible for saying, look, she just ate fat, and we need to release some bile salts to digest the fat. And your gallbladder is really good at knowing how much fat you ate and how much bile it should release. Once you take the gallbladder out, the liver keeps producing bile, but there's nothing to control it. So it just kind of drips into your intestines all day long. And they actually tell you to eat a low-fat diet, which is a horrible idea. Now you have a bunch of bile with nothing to do except make you miserable. And that's what's happening. You have bile in your body when you don't need it, and it causes problems. And you don't have enough bile if you eat a high-fat meal, which would be a good thing. So... Almost everybody who gets their gallbladder out ends up with all kinds of weird symptoms, and they don't understand why. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It makes perfect sense. So here's the, the good news is there's a real easy fix. The bad news is that you have to do it for the rest of your life. Um, and I, I'm not a big believer in supplements, but this is one of those cases where you, if you want to be truly healthy and feel better, you're going to have to supplement the rest of your life because you have to take something that is going to replace what your gallbladder used to do. Your gallbladder used to release enough bile salt to digest the fat you just ate. Well, it can't do that anymore. So instead, what you do is you're going to take a supplement that is bile salt. Plus, it's got some liver support and some other things in it. So if you sit down to a meal, and let's say the meal's pretty high in fat. You know, you've got some vegetables and butter or coconut oil. You've got uh, maybe some protein with some fat, maybe chicken skin, whatever fat you like. Maybe it's an avocado. Maybe it's some nuts. Uh-huh. Um, the more fat you eat, the more of this supplement you take. Like if you ate a meal that wasn't that high in fat, you might just take one pill. If you ate a little more fat, you might take two. You could take as many as four if it was a really high-fat meal. And over time, you kind of learn what works better, what your dose is. Um, all right. But re- so, so all this supplement is doing is just replacing the function that your gallbladder used to do. You're feeling bad for, for a couple reasons. You're feeling miserable because if you don't digest the fats, they just wreak havoc with your whole digestive system. If you have bile, yeah, and if you have bile in your intestines and it has no fat to work on, it's going to wreak havoc in your digestive system. So that's the first reason you feel bad. The other reason you feel bad is if you're not digesting your fats, you're not getting any of the fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin A, D, E, and K, which are extremely important, and no matter how many of them you eat, if you can't absorb them because you're not digesting your fat, then you're going to be nutrient deficient. So kind of in a nutshell, that's what's going on. And the answer is kind of simple. You supplement with the bile salts. All right. And and just... uh, Start out with, uh, depending on my diet, one to two pills a meal. Yeah, and, and play around with it. The I will tell you the only downside. When you know you've taken too many, you may end up with a little diarrhea after a meal. And, and you might say, well, maybe I didn't eat four, I only needed three. 
and and you know none of the side effects are extreme you'll kind of learn over time most of the time for me i tend to eat high fat meals um i tend to take two but i have my gallbladder um i still do it because it helps me digest fat even better but i right. now i'm cutting down to one um so you'll play around with it and and you'll find the right balance and you can find some bile salts at your local health food stores. They can be a little confusing. Some of them put a lot of other junk in there. Uh, or if you want, you can call us, and, and we have some available that are really clean and work really well. All right. Because uh, I, have, uh, I have a problem with diarrhea even if I've had, uh, you know, a bowl of oatmeal. I mean, I... I can't right. eat anything anymore. So. Right. And, and, and that's why, because there's, you have no control over your bile acids now, and okay. that just wreaks havoc. So this so, is going to help fix that. Okay, start, start with just the bile salt. Or maybe I'll just start with one pill because I don't eat it high fat. I know I need to, but I, I haven't been lately because it's just... Yeah. It's just not worth the effort unless I'm served in a, in a very fancy restroom. <laughs> right. right. Well, you'll All find right. that over that this will work for you and you'll be a, able to add those good fats back into your diet more often. But you're right. Start off slow. One pill at a time will be good. Uh, Kim, do you want to take her number and give her a call as well? Yeah, 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 absolutely, Kathy. I'll give you a call um, a little bit after the show. I have a couple people to call. So um, if I can, I'll call you and get your information, okay? Yeah, I, I put her back on hold. So we're good. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kim, as always, thanks for everything and uh, great you. show. We'll do it next week. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to The Audio Road. If you have any questions, give us a call at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Check out the website at letstruck.com and find us on facebook.com slash letstruck.